Oh my god, I tried to do a podcast. I got ninth degree bends on a fucking pizza when I was trying to do a drunk podcast, you fuck. Okay, Parents Paradox Time, episode 13. Um, Travelling once again, as you'll uh, understand. Cold, wet, shitty November morning, or afternoon-ish time, really. Um, Interesting day in itself, um, because it's quite significant in my uh, my career, as we we know it. Uh, Two years ago, today... Um, I did something which I didn't think I was going to do and I left my employers um, I've been with those particular employers for a number of years um, and the reason for doing this podcast is kind of like you know reminiscing a little bit um, so it might be a bit of present a bit of going backwards and stuff but I thought it was quite funny because I've looked at the clock a couple of times today since I've been travelling about and I was actually remembering where I was um, because when you leave a job or you know you leave a company or whatever normally it's you know a swift process right you know okay are you absolutely sure yes right I want to go okay why do you want to go because I'm fucking sick to death of it or whatever normally that would be it you know quick 20 minute conversation okay we need you to come back to do an exit interview or whatever no mine didn't happen like that did it Um, I turned off on the day in my own stuff as opposed to being in you know the normal uh, suit and tie get up that I used to do you know used to look like a fucking reject from The Apprentice big knot tie you know suits shirts double cuffs all of that bollocks just because you know you, you work in certain industries and you think that's how you have to look and you don't you know it's just it, to me office environments should be about the individuals how they perform not how they look because I've watched The Apprentice I've watched those programmes that they think they have to be the sharpest dressed and the smartest and the you know all of that crap that comes with it look there's a time for looking smart I've no doubt you know you work in an office do you really want to wear a tie all day do you really want to fucking compete who's got the shiniest shoes and the fucking you know I'm ranting, I know. But on the day of me doing my uh, leaving, (laughs) I actually talked to my wife about it last night, uh, who, again, still is oblivious of all these podcasts. So the streak continues. 13-0. Anyway, I sat with her last night and we were talking about it, and um, she said, do you remember how long it took? I was like, yeah, I do. (laughs) I drank so much coffee that day, it was unbelievable. And I had to go to different places because I couldn't keep going back and forth because I had to I had to effectively leave the office on three separate occasions because they didn't know what they were going to do because I'd just done it out the blue. I hadn't given any inkling or any thought or, you know, any idea that I was going to leave. Um you know, in the back of my mind, I've been wanting to do this 12 months prior, but I ended up doing it. And the first time I did it, it was like, right, um, could you go and have a, like go and grab a coffee somewhere? We need to have a chat. You know, we we, we need to kind of see what we're going to do. So I did, and I went off, and I 
had a coffee and some pancakes and stuff, which were, you know, unreal to say the least. Um, I come back, and then there's another director there, and they then had their turn at trying to convince me and work out why I wanted to leave and stuff. And I told them because don't get me wrong, they'd helped me out through the adoption process of me taking my son on. They'd helped me out, you know, develop myself in my career and what have you. But it just wasn't enough. I was looking around my office and when they said, why do you want to leave? I gave two reasons, to be fair. The first reason I gave was one of the directors I just could not stand. Because in my opinion, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something that was going to carry on developing the way that it should have done. You know, one person had one view, another person had another. It, it happens sometimes. It just does. Um, so... With that being said, I then left, I then come back, and the director asked me the questions. He went, just be honest, you know, what, what is it that's the problem? I went, the officer's the problem, he's the problem. You know, it just, it doesn't work in my opinion anymore. So, we then had another chat. They went, could you do us a favour, could you go and get another coffee? Oh, fucking, really? All I want to do is just go, let me fucking go. And they just, they couldn't do it. So I went off and I went to another coffee establishment. Um, if you've been listening to previous podcasts, I went to my favourite coffee establishment. Um, I sat there and by this time I was fucking wired. And I mean like, you know, caffeined up to shit. So I comes in, I'm sat there and I'm like, you know, tapping my leg and, you know, feeling a bit like I could fucking run 10 mile. Um, and I did the third chat and they went okay so we've come up with like you know some things that we think we should do um you are going to have to work you get you you notice you are going to have to do this you're going to have to go to a different office um blah 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 so i i just went whatever i'll be coming here tomorrow i'll pick up all my crap but i want to go so they said okay and the whole office is sat there just waiting to see what was going on because they couldn't get their head around why their boss turned up in jeans and a hoodie rather than his suit and tie get up they couldn't understand where it had come from because no one saw it coming and then when I did leave they said are you really doing this and I went yeah I didn't say anything else and maybe looking back on it maybe there could have been things done differently but why regret things you know why regret doing anything of the sort and that's kind of what made me think about where I've come from in the last couple of years because one of the things that I knew was going to be difficult was when we brought my son into our family he was you know with me but obviously with my wife more often because she was staying at home I was constantly leaving the house half six seven in the morning if I went to the gym I'm leaving at half past five in the morning. I'm not getting home till seven, half past seven sometimes. And through his early years, it would be very limited to what I would see. So that was one of my decisions that I wanted my my family time back um, because I felt that was important to his development as well as ours. Um, you know, it's quite funny this morning, we were sat there, sorry, I'm making dirty noises. We were sat there this morning having breakfast and it was weird in the sense that it took such an effort for him to have his fucking breakfast it was probably better when I wasn't there but 
you know we, we've got what we've got now we've, I get to see them off in the mornings you know the, those dynamics to me meant more than anything that I could have done in my old job um, because the old place as I'll call it, it it wasn't something that I felt was ever going to give me the things that I really wanted you know the job I do now is different it's similar but it's different I have that freedom I have that choice you know like yesterday I worked from home um, and it was refreshing in the sense I had loads to do I had a presentation to do it took me for fucking ever but I had that freedom where you know I could sit down with him you know have a couple of biscuits with him because he's obsessed with biscuits at the present um, he's also learned now in his young age that if he brings his chair down from his bedroom he can reach the biscuit barrel uh, or the biscuit tin or whatever, whatever anyone calls it and I caught him yesterday and I wanted to tell him off so badly and in the back of my head I went we all do it we do you know it's not exclusive it'd have been even funnier had he have jumped up on the side of the kitchen worktop and done it that would have been hilarious given the fact that his eyesight is you know is the way that it is um, that being said we did have some unfortunate news yesterday but I'll, I'll, I'll explain behind it properly in a second because he went off for an appointment yesterday and he, we were told that the development of his eyes from when he was in the womb to now haven't formed the way they should so not to bore you with all the science elements of it all but if you look at the back of your eye if you've ever seen it you've got a section which kind of dips in um, his doesn't because of the way that they were formed because of the way that he's had to deal with certain things it's weird in the sense that his eyesight is what it is but it wasn't helped by the fact that his eyes didn't develop the way that normal eyes would hence why he has these conditions um, one of the things they said and I, I shouldn't have said it and I looked at it and I thought oh, you know, I'm going to get shit for this because my wife said he's not to go out in direct sunlight and I went oh fucking brilliant then so we've got a gremlin and yes she took offence to it and I understand why she just went that's so rude you shouldn't say that blah 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 blah, blah. obviously other choice words were used but it was one of them that it was there it was there to be said now this paradox paradox this parents paradox podcast too many fucking peas wouldn't be the way that it was if it wasn't for a little bit of controversy you know and that's where it came from so yes i labeled him a gremlin possibly not the best thing i've ever done but you know i felt it had to be done at the time so therefore moving on from that and that's that's why i mentioned it because to me it is just another you know it's like a slapping contest and what we seem to be doing is we keep getting slapped all the time but we still stay there and say go on do another one do another one because the news to us although it's it's important and it is difficult to deal with in certain ways because my wife said she got really upset yesterday and I said I can understand that I said I, I, I probably won't though because it's it's something you're just waiting for the next one you wait for the next bit of information um, you know that being said my wife did actually tell the doctor when they were prescribing his, uh, his lenses I mentioned in the last episode about um, the lenses costing so much well I thought it was £250 for the lenses and the glasses and everything else uh-uh. 
it was £250 for the lenses. And I went, what the fuck are they made from? You know, they must be like the most... Like, the size of... The chunk of lens that they must make it from to thin it down to be able to see out of is just monumental. Um, But yeah, she managed to get the doctor to prescribe her with not one, but two vouchers um, to the value of £230 each. And I went, so you've basically got 460 quid there. She went, yeah. And I went, so his glasses are going to cost us what, 60 quid? Or something so I can't maths is normally a strong point for me but to be fair the last couple of days my sleep has been just non-existent so unfortunately no I will not make you know the uh, Rachel Riley of this world uh, nearly said Carol Vorderman to show my age but you know Rachel Riley's down with the kids just so you know um, there might be a small break in this as well because as I'm tra- travelling along I'm in uh, Yorkshire again and it is just fog, 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 fucking fog. It's like a Galatasaray match, to quote Kevin Bridges. You can't see shit apart from little red dots where people are driving along. But there is a Starbucks coming up quite soon. Um, and it'll prompt me to do that, fuel up, and then look at the next uh, part of this podcast. Because we've got the Christmas... Uh, parties, we've got um, in fact there is a good story I can tell about Christmas parties but I'll save that for after I've had my Starbucks, only because um, in fact yeah I'll pause for a second and when I've, when I've fueled, you'll understand a little bit more, May, maybe just think, is he that stupid right, follow on time uh, trying to battle my way out of that there Yorkshire now it is pissing it down. So, uh, yeah, I was trying to carry on from... Do you know what? She's never, ever far away, is she? It's only because I don't know where I'm going. Yorkshire's just one of them places you never know where the fuck you're going. So, yeah, I touched on Christmas parties. Um, I'm going to my first Christmas party in three years, which is weird in itself because in my old place that I mentioned earlier in the podcast... Um, I used to go to them quite a lot. Now, we used to have Christmas parties, which would be, you know, all-inclusive and drink what you like and blah, blah, blah. You'd still end up spending a shitload, but, it, you know, you got your money's worth, as it was known. You know, as, as people up in North all end up saying, you know, if it's not a free bar, it's not worth it, is it? So, yeah, uh, this one... I've got to obviously travel down to the West Country for, which, you know, it's fair enough. I'm, you know, sat in a hotel, so next morning I don't have to worry about anything. Just get up when I get up and go. Um, yeah, previous Christmas parties, I have been a fucking liability. So my lesson for this time is to not do anything of the sort which will reignite my reputation for being <laughs> a massive tool <laughs> um, I can only say that because people that might have lis- might listen to this podcast or know know of me in Christmas parties I have been known to do rather stupid things and get cataclysmically drunk um, one year I was so bad I, I well 
the polite way of putting it is I went out to go get a breath of fresh air. We've been to a tequila bar. We bought every flavour tequila because they sold about 70 flavours. So we bought them all. Um, drank most of them. Threw most of them back up. But when you're so, so pissed, you know, like, I need a breather. So I went outside for a breather. Went for a walk. The next thing I remember was I was dodging a taxi. Then I woke up. And I was in, uh, <laughs> I was two stops away from Manchester Piccadilly Station. Now, I live nowhere near Manchester. I live quite a considerable distance away from Manchester. And I ended up <laughs> at quarter to two in the morning being sat in Piccadilly train station, looking around, going, I have no idea where I am. I don't know how I got here. And I'm not even sure I've got enough money to get home. So I'd fallen asleep. But because I was still drunk and now confused, I was trying to haggle with taxi drivers to take me back home. They were quoting ridiculous costs. 110, £150. And I was like, I don't even know what I've got on me. Mate, you take card. In the end, I found a local cab firm that was near to me that had just done an airport run. And I blagged my way home for the ridiculous cost of £30. <laughs> and it was only because he was going that way anyway, because he'd finished for the night. Now you can't do that because there's Uber. and Well, I think there's Uber because the licence was being revoked, I believe. Um, that was one example. When we used to have the Christmas parties in Chester, different story. It's like playing away from home. You know, you're representing. And because it used to be my office and stuff and... You know, we all used to kind of get together beforehand. There used to be moments where I remember one time we were going to Chester and someone thought it'd be quite funny to bring a bottle of Jaeger on the the drive there. The only difference... <laughs> I shouldn't be saying any of this because I'm getting so much shit. Um, yeah, we ended up... We were drinking the Jaeger. Somebody brought beers as well and... Yeah, it all got a bit stupid. I don't condone drinking and driving. I don't at all. However, this was a little bit like a scene from The Hangover. Um, I managed to get somebody so drunk whilst I was driving. I was trying to be sensible. Um, I got them that drunk that when we arrived at the venue, um, they were proceeding to come out with a tirade of abuse against one of the waiters because he wouldn't pour him half a pint of JD and it was like mate you need to leave it alone you need to go and lie down you need to go do something else um, yeah he got sacked the following week <laughs> Christmas party one day P45 the next wasn't the easiest decision but I look back on it and I think yeah it was quite funny um, you know that being said this Christmas party uh, you know first in three years like I said probably a bit more mature plus I don't really know the people that I work with that well to get cataclysmically shit faced and then bear the brunt of it the next day because it is a very good chance that someone would go we like you a lot mate but you can't hold your drink so you're gonna have to fuck off so I can do with all out all of that but as I say the festive period kicks in people act stupid you know the expectation of, of Christmas as well is something that I feel an awful lot of because I want to make sure that my children have everything that they want 
you know, the they're not having the expectations raised each year. I mean, my daughter at the minute is, you know, borderline ridiculous on some of the things she wants. I feel old because I don't know what half the things are. But I know I'm going to have to end up getting half of them. Um, not as bad as some. I mean, you see certain girls that want the particular trainers. I won't mention them because I think they're shit. It's the, <laughs> it's the short, the short answer because I think whilst everyone wants to be fashionable and they don't want to look like a complete gimp, you know, you don't have to go out your way to be, you know, so over the top. There's like someone that my daughter knows, and I just think to myself, you are all about image, and you're, you know, a third of my age. Is that where everything's gone now? I don't want my son coming up to me, you know, perish the thought and saying, Dad, I want this and this and this and this and this. Because, you know, I like to give children options and stuff, but I don't want to be taking the piss out of at the same time. Um, you know, that's where you kind of have to kind of keep things fairly grounded eventually. I'm sure once I've stopped waffling, something will, uh, something will come to light. Christ knows what's going to get spent this year because it all just descends into ridiculousness. Um, but we'll see. You know, I mean, each Christmas that goes by, it's always different. You know, it's always something that I feel, you know, most of the time I'm happy about them. Sometimes, you know, you have little moments and you just, it's taking them for what it is. You know, as long as no one rows. If, if you row on Christmas Day, you might as well just not fucking bother, you know, because... There's no need to. Um, I will say one thing, though, that I did... <laughs> in in my youth, as we'll call it, um, I did kind of push my father-in-law into drinking three quarters of a bottle of vintage port one year, and he was asleep by 20 past four and didn't come down till midnight. That was my fault, apparently. <laughs> Who says you can't have a Christmas drink, eh? But, you know, it is what it is. Oh, Actually, no, it's not, because I said that last time and I got myself in this shit. <clears throat> okay, hydrated. Um, just literally caned a whole bottle of Cherry Coke and uh, now I feel very, very gassy, so there could be some belching in this. Um, I've also got to remember to lodge a complaint to the fucking hotel I stayed in. Not many places I've stayed in. Don't get me wrong, it was nice. I enjoyed staying there, it was fine. Um... When you check in, they're obliged to give you a complimentary cookie. Now, not many places I know give, you know, nice, fresh-baked cookies. Um, I'm regretting the decision this morning because it's stuck in me fucking teeth. Um, probably more my fault for the fact that I've got issues with my teeth than anything else. But it doesn't help the fact, yes, it was nice. Yes, I'd left it in the car overnight and forgot all about it. Um ate it this morning, it was a bit like a fucking Super Mario mushroom, because the breakfast I had didn't touch the sides, this has kind of given me a bit of like a an upgrade, because um, I'm, I'm a step away from the hangover, and a step towards normality, that being said, I've still got the best part of 150 plus miles to do, to get home, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that comes into effect as long as you don't enter the Burger King paradox, as opposed to the fucking parents paradox I think we'll be alright um, yeah just touching on earlier um, obviously I've you know spoken about Christmas parties Christmas day you know children issues stuff like that um, hopefully the podcast is getting across in the right kind of context because 
as I say, I don't listen to every... Fuck off. I think I might be, uh, well, shouting out a bit too soon because I think I'm actually going to join the motorway path that I actually need to get on. And then it's the fucking home straight. Um, yeah, as I say, I've, I've found out, apparently, statistic-wise, and I'm not going to bore you with all this, but there are quite a few people listening to this, which is, you know, nice that I've got a good little audience. There's even people from fucking America listening to it. And I was thinking, hang on a minute, that's not right, surely. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take everything for what we can do. Um, the one thing I will take at the minute, I'm going to get my fucking toothbrush out, I think. Because the oatmeal cookies or whatever the fuck they are, they've got little grainy bits in them. I swear to God, I'm going to the dentist next week. I'm going to have to to get, like, fucking, I don't know, denture grip or something. Because, I swear to God, anything that's got anything remotely nibbly or niggly or whatever sticks in my fucking teeth and I'm going to be literally looking like somebody from Special Branch because all I'm doing see you fucking take the exit fuck you it's becoming annoying uh, I'm gonna, in fact I'm doing it now just not even realising that I'm doing a fucking podcast this is the levels that I've reached and it might sound like a fucking stupid little rant. Um, <laughs> this is what you have to do to get yourself, someone like me, back in the norm. Uh, I'm going to pay for it when I get home, I know I will, because I have to kind of reserve the fact that I'm hungover, because I know my wife will expect it. What she's not expecting, uh, expecting, expecting, expect fucking ting, is we are on episode 13. Which means the streak is continuing. We are at 13 and 0. Now, I think that's pretty fucking sweet when you think about it. Because my wife's not listened to a single one. I know this because she's not questioned me. Um, I also know the fact that she probably doesn't even realise that I'm still doing them. Or had an inkling that I even did one. Which, to me, is good. um, Because it means that I can still express myself in the way that I think I should. Um, and I'll probably, when when it does end, because I expect it to end, it's going to be one of them. It's like, so what, what do you say all this for? Why couldn't you just come out and say you got your belt? Well, unfortunately, I don't necessarily say all the things that I want to say on how I feel. Because if I did, I think the whole world would stand back and go, shit, he needs to be fucking putting a straitjacket or something. Um... Yeah, fucking. It's not really very good podcast material when you're floating around your mouth trying to get bits of cookie out, is it? Um, yeah, I can't remember what I was about to say either, and that, that's what makes this podcast so raw because not writing shit down helps the mind work, but it also makes you realise that you should have put stuff down on paper or at least planned some kind of structure to it. Uh, which is probably what I've done for the last 30 odd years of my life is just find my way through it and get get on the best way that you can um, I was talking to somebody earlier in the week and they were talking about how they did things when they were younger um, you know were related to work they set up things that we all use now and I was thinking back to myself when I was kind of like early 20s stuff like that I was fanning about trying to be you know Mr. Pubman uh, you know, running pubs and 
having lock-ins and doing all that weird shit. And maybe it was the right thing to do, maybe it wasn't. A bit like this podcast. Is it the right thing to do? Well, you be the judge of that, because I'm going to carry on doing them. Um, I'm, I'm going to need to get a fucking toothpick or something. This is pissing me right off. Uh, I keep saying, eh, eh, eh. You know, I definitely... This is going to get called Special Branch, I think. I'm definitely one of them today. Right, on the home stretch. Um, I've chopped and changed this podcast, so the editing uh, of this might be a bit better. The downside I've got is I've realised that the quality of this, because I kept moving about on the fucking motorway, has been appalling. Uh, So apologies if people do complain and go, couldn't understand what you're fucking saying because you're fucking moving around too much, you knob. That's obviously not how people talk. You know, I'm trying my hardest. This journey has been so long because the hangovers come over in waves. Um, I've actually caned two energy drinks, a white lion bar, um, and what was, I think, the remainder of that cookie, which eventually got thrown at somebody on the M5 motorway just because it was doing my cake in. And it's still in my teeth, so people wondering have I actually pulled over at the side of the road and brushed my teeth I did brush my teeth twice this morning I will point that out Um, but yeah um, thinking back quickly as well I also need to try and find the time anyway to ask people about um, Christmas party videos and photos and stuff because I found one and I was uh, dancing to stop by the Spice Girls now, I'm using this as the end part of the podcast because I wanted to stop. I really did. And it's one of those moments where, yes, you know, everyone has a dance and, a, a, you know, enjoys themselves at Christmas parties. I only did it because House of Pain come on, jump around. I was up for that. I was made up. But then the stupid idiot DJ played Stop by the Spice Girls and I was in that you know, unknown territory. You can't just walk away. You know, you've got people around you like, no, 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 you've got to drink, got to drink. Uh, uh. But also being drunk as well, I did embrace it. I am not an ambassador for 90 Spice Girls songs. They can go and fuck themselves for all I care. <laughs> this is such an abusive podcast. I, I might have to bleep the whole thing out. Um, yeah. Christmas party DJs, DJs in general, people that you know like to consider themselves as disc jockeys, don't play any more shit. Whilst cheese might work in some capacity, just stop. Ah. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to stop before I go any further. So for the people that have listened, for the people that continue to listen, and for this streak continuing the way it should... Thank you for listening. Um, I will try and get another podcast done before Christmas if I can, um, as there are more things to go on and more things to talk about, and I'll probably make it more family-orientated because I know I haven't really elaborated on that too much, but I think you all understand. So thanks for listening. Enjoy. Enjoy.